I'm going to give you some life advice right now because I'm in a, I'm in a prophetic, prophetic? No. What's that other thing? Philosophical. Both start <laughs> with P. Philosophical prophet. I can't answer. I can't talk. Rapping like Stephen Moffat. There, Doctor Who reference. Back to the last one. I'm fucking all over this tonight. <laughs> I'm going to give you two bits of life advice. Number one is do what I did the other night and just fucking shave your head. All of the hair. <laughs> Gone, inspired by Walter White, got in the shower, <laughs> got the razor and went, I don't have much hair anyway. Fuck this. Shaved it off, walked into work just looking like a mean-ass meth cook. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Breaking Bad this week because I've still got one episode to go. But my first bit of advice is just get a fucking razor and just go total nude nut. Bam. It's heaps cool in the summer and children are scared of you. <laughs> Two wins. <laughs> Second bit of advice is do not. Under any circumstances, go home, pull out your eye device or whatever other flavour of device you may have mm-hmm. and install Tiny Death Star on it because that shit will ruin your life. <laughs> Explain. Well, I'm thinking of starting a rehabilitation group for people that have become addicted to Tiny Death Star because mm-hmm. I'm obviously a Star Wars fan. I've mentioned before that I'm not really into the full-blown, super hardcore, I need 90 million controls to play video games. I'm very much, oh, Angry Birds. That seems like too much of an investment in skills. So <laughs> I've been this get tinier somehow? I've been playing Tiny Death Star, which is a Star Wars-themed game with sort of similarities to SimCity in some ways. I'm so listening so and hard. You- <laughs> And you build levels of your Death Star and you've got to have people move in uh, and they're all in that tiny little pixelated 8-bit art style. It's got this gorgeously tinny Star Wars music playing in the background. Yeah. And the uh, the premise of the story is that Palpatine and Darth Vader need to build the Death Star but they haven't got any cash and they're too lazy to work so they're just going to build a, you know, <laughs> an entire economic system within the Death Star. So you build... F- places for people to get food and and retail and services and that sort of thing and you make money and you get tips from ferrying the people up and down in the lift and you've got to unlock all this stuff the cool thing about it is it actually runs and earns money while you're not playing it so you can set up a bunch of stuff and then go to bed and then the first thing i do when i wake up in the morning is crack the ipad (laughs) just go how much money did my death star make overnight Cha-ching. It's become kind of sad and debilitating. The saving grace for it is that it doesn't sync across devices and I don't take my iPad to work. So um. it's not like I can get to work and then secretly go and lock myself in the bathroom for an hour and play it on my iPhone. Yeah. So that's, that's a good thing. That's a saving grace. It is. It is. But fantastic little game. Don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. Do not ever touch it. Yeah. yeah. Five stars, abstract stars, yes. real world stars, zero stars. Zero stars. Zero stars in the real world. The other one that I've been playing is this game called Pivot. Yeah. Which is... It's just Ross from Friends. No. Moving a couch. That would be kind of cool. Are you getting the reference yet? No. It's from Friends. Is it? Yeah. Which character does it? Ross. Uh, which one's he? He's the guy, like... Is the he the one that's not Joey one? and not Chandler? Yeah. Yeah. The sad one. He was in that movie about boobs. He was. It was called Pivot. No, it wasn't. All right. That's an iPad game that I've been playing. Tell me about You're it. You're totally off task tonight, aren't you? <laughs> Those syrup people have just ruined you. They sure have. Pivot is, it's kind of hard to explain because it's so visual, but you've got this trail of white that moves in 2D space and then you've got this little ball that is anchored to the white trail, right? Are you with me? Kind of. Are people at home keeping up with this, do you think? Yep. And then you can move it. It pivots around its anchor to the white line 
and then you have these obstacles and you need to move it around. So it can only move in a circle because it's anchored to the white line and the white line bends and twists and insanely addictive and different levels and as you go through it, it gets faster and you get different shapes and you've got to figure out how you get around those shapes. And Awesome. Quite bad. And then as you pass through checkpoints, like the colours sort of rattle and it goes a bit psychedelic which makes it harder to concentrate on which way you're going <laughs> and you think you're having an acid trip. And yeah, it's one of those games where I do it and then I die and I go, I'll just have one more go. And yep. then I play and I, oh, just just one more. <laughs> and, I, and I self-talk and I say, no, seriously, this time, I'm really, I mean it. This time when I die, that's it. I'm just going to turn it off. And then I'll die at 69 seconds when I'm supposed to make 70. And I go, no, like really, one more, <laughs> one more. And then, oh no, it's Thursday. Yeah, pretty much. That's not a good position to be in on a Saturday night. <laughs> I really want to play Tiny Death Star, dude. It's it's no, it's rubbish. Don't go. No, it's awesome. Oh, so yeah. good. Is it one of the? And is it a game where they're like, maybe you could spend real money? Yes, and this is my biggest gripe with it, other than the fact that I'm essentially a Tiny Death Star crack addict at the moment. Yeah, is <laughs> apart from that, not only is it a game with in-app purchases, which I'm kind of okay with, because you've got to make money. I think the game is free, or it was a dollar or something like yeah. that. So I'm happy for them to make money that they've put into developing this. But the way that they do it is kind of sinister, where they go, "Oh, here's an upgrade that you can have," because you have this concept of imperial bucks. <laughs> and that's what they're called. Yeah, makes sense. So the upgrades, because you can upgrade the elevator and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Or you can fast track when you've got missions, you can fast track that mission for mm -hmm. a number of Imperial Bucks. And they do this sinister thing where they go, oh, this elevator upgrade costs five Imperial Bucks. And then when you get five Imperial Bucks, you go into the store and it says, this elevator upgrade is 25 Imperial Bucks. And I think what they do is they Ooh. scale it up depending on how many you've got. So the only way to get it is to actually buy them and Brutal. hit it straight away, which I think's a little bit shit. The moving goalpost thing, I'm but, not a fan of. But it's Disney, so I mean, they're all assholes at Disney. Yeah, exactly. They do horrible stuff. With their tear-jerking films with soundtrack. <laughs> How did I know you were going to come back at me with that? <laughs> the in-app purchasing thing, you can't hold it against people. Like, you, I play games and, you know, they've got to make money. Yeah. They've got to make a quiz. I'm happy with it if it is only there to help you fast-track the yeah. game. If, long pause, if it's there and you can't finish the game without making a purchase, then up yours. Just charge me for the game in the first place and I'll pay you $7 and everybody's happy. Yeah. But it just feels like a rip-off if they... You don't want to get halfway through a game and they're like, do you want to see how it ends? $12. Yeah. That's lame. It's just lousy. As lousy. you and... God. <laughs> <laughs> just went bush for a second. I liked it. Choice. Um, Grouse. <laughs> <laughs> That was we spent too much time together. <laughs> that was really confronting. On our adult evenings. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, that sounded the same as the other week when you did the Breaking Bad theme. Yeah, I've only got one theme. It's called the sexy Breaking Bad theme. <laughs> the same thing happens whenever I try to do the Imperial March. Yeah, it becomes well, like, like sexy Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to get Best through an episode podcast. without <laughs> talking about Star Wars. Well, as you and everyone who has ever even seen my Facebook page over the shoulder of someone on the tram <laughs> yes. would know, 
<laughs> I have an ongoing destructive addiction to the Marvel Avengers Alliance Facebook game. Let me interrupt for a second and yep. tell you what the absolute highlight of my week usually is. Yep. It's normally about 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> On Monday and I'm doing the final edits of an episode of the <laughs> podcast and I'm uploading stuff and I'm you know, I'm sweating yeah. over GarageBand to pull this thing together. Mm-hmm. The engine room. Up in my Facebook <laughs> feed pops, Stefan has just defeated Toad in Avengers <laughs> Alliance. He has been playing for 17 hours. Yeah. And I'm just like, lousy fucking... <laughs> Your Facebook friend, Stefan Deladovic, doesn't give a tiny shit. Yeah. So I've actually hidden all posts from that game so I don't know when you're playing it now because otherwise the final podcast episode was going to end in a murder. Yeah, exactly. You just dress me up as Toad and go, <laughs> I've defeated you with knives. So please continue to tell me about how much you love that game. Can I say, while we're talking about Toad, have yeah. you seen the YouTube video <laughs> that someone showed me on the weekend? You're going to need to go in a little bit more detail. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't Google with you it, on man. the weekend. It's a monkey that picks up a frog and yeah. has sex with its mouth. Oh. And it's. I don't want to watch that. It's kind of hilarious, man. No. Maybe you had to be there. Oh. The only thing that upset me about it, I was like, this must happen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Please send us an email if you've ever seen a monkey have sex with a toad that's not the video that you that Stefan has seen on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, pics or it didn't happen. But that Marvel Ultimate <laughs> Sorry, I'm just losing it quietly over yeah, here. It's fine. It's my fault. That Marvel game is one of those uh, you can play it uh, without spending any money. Mm. But, you know, every aspect of the game has a little thing in there that says like, this would be super easy, bro, if you just spend a few gold. Yeah. Uh, it's like, is it like Mafia Wars? Did you ever play Mafia Wars? I never played Mafia Wars. I, I used to be like, who would play those games? What a waste of time. Oh my God, Spider-Man. Done. I had a, I had a Mafia Wars addiction for, for quite some time and yeah. re- recovered now. Is it a similar thing where you like, you get a certain amount of energy a day and so you can yes. only play it for like 20 minutes a day and yes. then it's like, and if you, you want to keep playing, blah, blah, blah. And you level up and you can get more and do things and mm. yes. See, this is like crack Marvel Pokemon in that crack Marvel Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah, you have to like episode title (laughs) in the bag. You start out like you're a miscellaneous shield agent. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm listening. And you have two X-Men, not X-Men, Avengers, because that's the name of the thing. Yes. And then you have to get points to recruit more Avengers and more Avengers. Still listening. And more Avengers. Yep. And whoever is... I can log in now. (laughs) Stop typing so loud. (laughs) And they just drip feed you content so well. Like I'll, I'll, I'll often have the thought process of like, as soon as I unlock Moon Knight, I'm done with this game. I've got stuff I want to achieve with my life. I will not die a failure. And then they'll be like, Dr. Voodoo can be unlocked. I'm like, oh, sweet, Dr. Voodoo. And then you're like, it's Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. These Avengers could take on some kind of tiny Death Star. (laughs) But I have a conundrum in that. I've never spent any money on it. Yep. And it's a point of pride. Yes. In that I'm like, I've never spent a dime on this game. But at this point, I've been playing it for a a long time. Mm. And because it's one of these Facebook games, which is so transparently about trying to make money out of you, it feels more time-wasty. Than other games. Yes. Like if I play, there's something about if I sit down and play like a console game with a story or whatever, I mean, that's that's the same level of, you know, if I ranked all the things I could be doing with that 30 hours of my life, 
finishing this video game would come down the bottom. in one day. Yeah. <laughs> like productivity-wise, it's not the best. But this Facebook one, for some reason, that genre of game, even as I'm playing it, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a fucking joke. This is, not, <laughs> this is not God's plan. I should be doing something better, you know? Whereas at least the other video games, it's only the morning after where I'm like, oh, that day will never be back. <laughs> <laughs> was that when I was going to cure the old cancer? We'll never know now, but I got that fatality sorted out. Giddy up. Yep. But the thing is, like in terms of hours, this game's one of the all-time greats. The amount of hours I've put into it, if you judge it by that, you look at it on gameplay equals value. Yeah. You got I'm, it for free. Like I really do owe them some money. Nah. And that's the thing. I'm nah. like... I'm fully justified now to spend money on this game because of all the joy that it's brought me, but I still can't bring myself to do it. I just think it would be the best epic troll if you just went, I finished the entire game and never gave you a cent. Mm. I'm 76 and I've been fired and my fiance's left me, but still, joke's on you. (laughs) Moral victory. It's something about that genre, like it's a game that can't end. It's as you said, if they just at the beginning had said, this is a Marvel Avengers game Mm. and it costs $30 and you find it out and here's the story and then it ends, I probably would have bought it because as we may have mentioned, I'm a Marvel zombie from way back. (laughs) But there's just something about the approach where it's always some guy in a big old overcoat going like, just give us a fiver and I'll give you the black costume. (laughs) Like it just shits me, so I don't want to spend any money. It's a matter of principle. Even though they've made a really good game. Yeah. It shits me. It serves them right. Am I still roughly a good person? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to hear you say the the catch cry to it. Go I don't on, look to it. We were talking about this off air that I've inadvertently created the catchphrase, I'm not a good person. And I'm going to get it on a t shirt with a picture of your face. And that's really confronting, man. <laughs> Do you understand what it feels like to wake up one day and realize that you're known as the guy who says, I'm not a good person no, over and over again? At least again? you're known as the funny one. Yeah, I'm that <laughs> funny gay one who's not a good person. <laughs> You also the, the you've quiver. also got the legacy of the gravy beef roll, so don't don't sell yourself short. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'll tell the story about what happens after I ate it, I suppose. That'll deep six that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, random factoid. Yeah. I was reading something the other day. I can't even remember how I stumbled across this. Was it a computer? It was on a computer. <laughs> so... <laughs> That means that it was at least in the 18 waking hours that I have in a day. I didn't yeah. do it in my sleep. That narrows it down to one of your 12 screens. Did you? <laughs> I like when you came in and went, is this a coaster? Oh, it's a tablet. <laughs> Pretty much sums up my house. It's just because you were sitting next to it reading from a different tablet. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, Random did you ever, factoid. Did you ever read Calvin and Hobbes? Yeah. I read the other day that Calvin and Hobbes has been out of print or finished. It's still syndicated and in newspapers and that sort of thing. Mm. But there have been no original Calvin and Hobbes comics produced. Work call. Pause. So before we got mildly interrupted by your work call from Wet Houseland or wherever the hell it was, <laughs> I was about to drop an epic fucking, what did I call it? Factoid. Factoid. On you. Drop your factoid on me. <laughs> Pour some factoid on me. Cut that. <laughs> what was that? See, yeah. You Is, asked me that. Thing? Shows that I've failed. It was, uh, I don't want to go into it, man. No, tell me. No, it's, no. Please. I'm not 
moving on until you tell me what it is. I can sit here and record this all night. I don't know I've what got it was. Gigabytes of hard drive space. What's that? What's a gigabyte? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I don't want to go. Um, it was that song. Pour some sugar on me. Ah. But I, instead of sugar, I said factoid, and I said it so tonelessly as to be unrecognisable. I oh, see. I thought you were singing the Breaking Bad theme again. <laughs> That's your answer to everything. <laughs> My factoid is this. Just move forward and get on the edge of your seat because this is going to blow your mind. All right. Ow. (laughs) There has not been a new Calvin and Hobbes comic published for nearly 20 years. Really? True story. How come I've seen so many? Because they're syndicated. Mm. This might blow your mind as well. There hasn't been a new Seinfeld episode produced for nearly 20 (laughs) years, but you know, I'm sure you've seen a lot of those as well. Nearly 20 years... I just rewatched Seinfeld the other day. Oh, I don't know if that's true about Seinfeld. I don't know. I can't remember when that finished, but it, it must be getting like, close to It's been a long years. time. We're old. I don't like Seinfeld. My hip hurts. <laughs> Carmen and Hobbes belongs in that thing of like misty-eyed pop culture. Yeah. That's an affecting Which is why I strip. brought it up because it's kind of the saddest one. I don't know if it was a real one or if it was a parody one. I think it's a parody one. Is it like the epilogue one? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Are we talking about the same thing? We might be. Tell you me say what happens your in thing, yours. No, you I'll say first. my thing. I've got the laptop, therefore I'm in charge. You go yeah, first. Yeah, that's true. It's You're where just the talent. He's like grown up and he gives the stuffed tiger to like a little girl and then it's like a oh. parable about... No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, which that I, I can't... Really I feel like it's not a legit one. Not I feel canon. like it's a, it's a homage. Uh, the one that I've seen is where they give him Ritalin. And then, <laughs> That's different to mine And then he turns back into a toy tiger And it turns out it's just because he's like Really? Yeah <laughs> I, hope, I hope that's not canon man <laughs> I don't think it is That redoes it everything be. It can't be Yeah How did we get on to, what are, I can't remember what we're actually talking about At the start of this episode Because that work call went for so long But I'm just going to not even I'm do a, a segue. Man. I'm not even going to do a segue. I'm just going to continue to blow your mind. While you were talking to the person on the phone for work, yep. I just went all social media mega bonzo dude. I don't know what that means. Hashtag impressed. Hashtag breaking bad. Can't see it. Hyperlink uh, flash gif. <laughs> <laughs> Hyperlink flash gif is actually a pretty good name for a band, I think. It is. Pour some flash gif on me. See? Band. Oh, that was actually better. I recognised that. You did well. That was a very condescending thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) I vaguely recognised the song you were intimidating. Intimidating? Intimidating. Jesus. I'm not intimidated. Uh, All right. Carry on. Someone threatened to crack my skull recently. I'm not scared (laughs) of you. Touche. That's why I've shaved my head so I look like a drug dealer. I wanted to... uh, I'm like the white Ving Rhames. I'm going to put a Band-Aid on the back of my head like Marcellus Wallace. Who hasn't made that claim? <laughs> I just the don't want white <laughs> I'm a little bit skinnier than Bing. I wanted to say, because you you opened up with a can of truth. Yeah, saying shave that, your head saying and that, don't play Tiny Death Star. Yeah, both legit. But I need to point out that I have a head like the alien queen. Well, I... <laughs> Like, I've thought of shaving the head because it dovetails well with my, like, celebrated laziness. Yep. Like, if I shave my head, that's it. No comb. Um, So I've got this huge lump on the back of the head. I used to think that I had a head like Dan Aykroyd in Coneheads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's say it. Let's just say it. (laughs) Dan Aykroyd in Coneheads is no white Ving (laughs) Rhames. 
But then my hair started to fall out and I started to shave it because I just got over the whole trying to pretend that it wasn't falling out. Yep. And I realised my head is beautiful. It is. It's a beautiful skull. It's smooth like a baby's soul. <laughs> Free of sin. Is that a thing? It is now. Okay. Yep. Cool. Here's, here's my other factoid. That Sins I've... make corners. That's what I'm saying. So does that mean the more sides that a shape has, the more evil it is? So like a dodecagon is just the yeah. most evil shape. But you play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, which got twelve sided dice, and that's got a lot of corners. Therefore, Dungeons and Dragons is evil. Therefore, you're evil. Go to hell. All right. Cool. Okay, smooth as. Speaking of going to hell, <laughs> enjoy heaven. Here's my other factoid from Social Media Land. Yep. And I haven't. I didn't. I had enough time to read the tweet before you got off the phone. Mm-hmm. Not enough time to investigate. So I'm as caught as much by surprise by this. Uh, just <laughs> let me try that again. I'm as much caught as surprised, but nah, it's not coming out. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I don't know what the fuck's going on <laughs> as much as you don't know what the fuck's going on. See, We're swearing helps everything. Yeah. I just swear that it comes out exactly. properly. Exactly. It's like Quentin Tarantino movie. Exactly. Starring <laughs> Ving Rhames. Exactly. The white version. Exactly. Right. Bam. The tweet said, new ghost rider drives a car. WTF, ghost driver. Or words to that effect. <laughs> Eloquently Do you know it. anything about this? I don't. ghost rider and motorcycles is... It's kind of the deal. It's a thing. It's a package deal. It is. It's, it's like... In the name. Me and Bruce Willis throwing a fight. I don't know. <laughs> what? It's from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I'm the white Ving Rhames. Oh, I'm embarrassed, A, that you said it, and B, I didn't get it. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not a good person. Uh, <laughs> all right. So. Yeah, what's up with that? I got Is a- he going to have like a flaming wheeled taxi? <laughs> Oh, and then he has to go up against Blackheart, the fair evader. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen? I want to sidetrack again before we come back to Ghost Rider. Yeah, sidecar. Citizens of Melbourne who listen to this podcast. Yeah, you need to get yourselves to the corner of I think it's Nicholson and Blythe Street, and there is a huge poster that somebody's put up of. I'm assuming some guys have done it to punk their friend. Did I just, did I just say punked? You did. <laughs> okay, we're going to cut that. Yeah, you're like I've, the black Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming these people have done it to troll their friend. They've put up a poster, a giant poster, like the big, huge band posters that people put up mm-hmm. of this guy's face, and it just says, wanted for fair evasion. <laughs> and every time I drive past it, I crack up laughing because I just picture this guy getting on trains and trams and stuff like that. And everyone going, hang on a minute. You're that fair evader guy. <laughs> so back to Blackheart the fair evader. Yep. Is that what you called it? Yes? Yeah, it seems legit. Yeah, sure. What's up with ghost taxi? I mean, ghost, <laughs> ghost rider <laughs> driving a car. Do you know about this? I've never. This is the first I've heard of it. Oh, man. What if it's a thing? Because there know. was a ghost rider who rode a horse. But that yeah. still counts as ghost rider. Exactly. You don't ride a car unless no. I'm doing it wrong. And well, he could be surfing on the top of the car. Then he'd be ghost surfer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ghost surfer. Just think about it. Sorry, was there a comma after the ghost? Was it no, ghost surfer name. and then you were calling me bro? Or is he just so much of an epic, cool surfer yeah. type dude that he's ghost surfer, if he's, bro? If he started surfing... 
He'd be ghost surfer bro. And his hair, it'd be I'll a skull that. with like water flowing out of it all the time. Yeah. And dolphin I'm, tails in his eyes. I'm down with that. Yeah. I don't know about the car thing, dude. Doesn't sound good. Yeah. I don't know why you do it. But yeah. I suppose I haven't read a good ghostwriter story in a while. Maybe it's time to mix it up a bit. I've never read a good ghostwriter story. So. Oh, snap. Oh, but see, you thought that I was being negative about ghostwriter, but I've just never read ghostwriter comics because it's just never interested me. That's true. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping I, that they put Nick Cage in the Ghost Driver movie, <laughs> Ghost Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Just penance stares her. <laughs> she has to face the souls of everyone she's upset in the past. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing I really said. But <laughs> I don't like his whole thing. Like he wears biker clothes. The whole thing yeah. is a is a it's a motorcycle. Well, now thing. he's going to wear sort of a tuxedo with one of those little chauffeur caps. <laughs> I just don't think it's... flaming skull. Yeah. And he fights people with a chain. What's he going to have now? Tire iron. <laughs> That's the only cool bit that's come <laughs> up so far. Got a flaming tire just iron. a flaming tire iron. Or one of those... What are those... I can't think what they're called, but you know the things that you spin the wheel nuts off with, but that it's like a cross... Like a crossbar thing. Spanner. Yeah, crossbar. Yeah. Just he might have one of those. Shoot. Wheel nuts at Throw people? Throw it like ninja stars. Don't, it's, yeah, it's not that doing it would actually hurt. <laughs> it would hurt. It would be a good weapon. Um, but it wouldn't fill me with supernatural dread. No, probably not. As would Ghost Rider. It's like, did you ever see <laughs> when... Penant fair. <laughs> <laughs> Can you oh, take me to the airport? <laughs> Behold my penance fair. <laughs> That'd be $49. And then you could have an ultimate version that was called Uber Ghost Rider. Because you, you don't know what Uber is, so you do, and you just think, <laughs> is that better or worse than my Gina Reinhardt joke? I don't know, ago? man. It's all on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> the spectrum of crap jokes. I'm still obsessed with Penance Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying really hard tonight to be the funny one. You're doing a bang-up job. <laughs> um, nah, it's a shit idea, though. It is. But look, we it's might garbage. read. I might go home and read something, and it's like the coolest thing ever. Like he I wears it. Give it a chance. Maybe he rides a jet sled car or something. My through mind space. is closed. Maybe he rides a rocket tram, like I was talking about the other day. That would be cool. And he could be. What do you call someone who drives a tram? Conductor. Are they a driver? Driver? No, the conductor's a He'd person. Still who be ghost tickets. driver. There was a guy, and this is going back a number of years. I caught a bus, a coach bus somewhere, and we referred to the dude as the bus driver, and he corrected us that his title was. Coach captain. Really? Yeah. It's pretty indignant. He's like, bus drivers drive buses around the city. This is a coach and I'll go long distance. <laughs> yeah, well, enough I'm about your sexual captain. history. <laughs> yeah. um, I once interviewed a snake catcher who referred to himself as, some, oh, what was it? Like a reptile capture and behavioral expert or something. And he was just a dude that throws snakes in a bag? Yeah, he had like a stick with a loop on it. Like he was legit. Yeah. And I don't want to do it. It's no, not a job I want. But still, um, you're a snake catcher, bro. I thought it was an impressive business card padding. You know? <laughs> I don't know where we go from here. Like ghost driver. I wanted to stuff. say something. Yeah. Since we're inevitably back onto comic books. Yeah. Because of the interwebs. Yeah. God bless the internet. We've copped a lot of flack on the Facebook page for hating DC. I suppose I did want to point out, because all we've talked about with DC is Man of Steel, mm. which, look, I, I didn't like. To be fair, we have given a lot of love to Batman. We have. And that's the thing. I want to say unapologetically in the tank for Marvel, but that doesn't mean that I don't like DC. I think it just means that DC's got to work a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with your point. I don't know why I found that so funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> they've got to work a little harder to sort of win win, yeah. win our hearts and minds. I think which they failed to do because they're fucking lazy. I don't think anyone can put Man of Steel aside because yeah. it seems divisive because I've had a lot of people say, I like your podcast except that Man of Steel was great. If you're one of those people, fucking stop listening to our <laughs> podcast. We don't need listeners like you. Asterix, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook page drops to two likes tomorrow and it's just you and me. I have had one revisited thought of Man of Steel at the time. Oh, you're about to sell out. No, no. I was very mad at it because it was not Superman. Yeah. But in retrospect, have thought about it in terms of it ends. Like, it's laying all the track to get him to become Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, he sort of, he kills Zod. You can see it as a way of them going, why would someone like Superman have a code against killing people? Mm-hmm. Which kind of shits me on its own because I'm like, oh, I don't know, because he's a, a good person. Like you don't need like I don't need to walk around and tell people my secret origin for not being a murderer. It's just assume <laughs> that I'm not. Um, but I can see it as we get to the end of this film and he's in a position to start thinking about being Superman. And yep. on that level, it works a bit better than I gave it credit for. But I still want to say that it was Ponkaz. <laughs> but so when did you start using the word Ponk? I don't know, but I enjoy it. It pops. When we were kids, when yeah. we were young, young kids, um, ponk was the word that we used for fart because we didn't say fart. Really? Well, I ponked. You ponked? <laughs> yeah. We used to say we punched Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you in a band called Punched Humphrey? Our fun teenage band. fun for me anyway. I, I feel bad for the audience. but <laughs> <laughs> I was in the audience. You should it. feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> we called it Punched Humphrey, yep. which we thought was funny. Mm. Our friend Jared came up with – he was – the bassist, he came up with Punched Humphrey. And he's an epic fart fan. Oh, he loves it, man. It's irrepressible. Mm. Guy doesn't have a single pair of undestroyed pants. <laughs> but he came up with it. We thought it was hilarious. Every single person would be like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Poor Humphrey B. Bear. And then we finally played out a thing, the hilariously called band frenzies. Yep. There were no just band concerts or It was or a frenzy. I don't know what they're called was elsewhere. There. It was a frenzy. Yeah, band frenzies. Yep where all the, the hip-happening kids would play with their super bands. Yep. And we got on the poster, and because it's, like, Punched Humphrey is a lot of letters. Yep. So it was this tiny little, like, ten-point font along the middle. Like, everyone else has got names like Raw and Band and Music Guys or something. Yep. May not be exactly what they were called, but Raw was definitely one. And we had, like, Punched like Humphrey. R-A-W or R-O-A-R? R-A-W, which I always thought was an interesting subversion of your expectations. Yeah. Given that they did roar a lot. Mm. Um, Cool. Yeah. Cool story, right? Yep. So we we changed (laughs) the name of the band to Psy because it was a Greek letter and we thought if it's just one letter... It'll be fucking huge on the on the poster. We'll get a yeah. quarter of the real estate. Yep. And everyone looked at it and went, oh, PSI. Yeah. And because we were sort of a quad, like we came up with fucking Limp Biscuit and Corn and stuff. So we were like this horrible new metal band. Um, <laughs> and so we came up with Psy, a Greek letter, which I don't know, means to... It's just a letter. Wear robes or something. Mm-hmm. Um and everyone, and what was always embarrassing, given the genre of the music... I don't think it means to wear robes. It does. That's like saying, oh, you know, my name starts with the letter J, which means... To jaywalk, to walk inappropriately. <laughs> okay, all right, go. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. You just shot down my argument. Yeah, I didn't... I'm sorry, I'm sorry to have to do that to you. As you were. With the tape roll. I'll edit it out. Don't uh, worry. 
But people kept assuming that we were saying PSI, yeah, which stands for pounds per square inch. Yeah, it's tire pressure, baby. Yeah, which is actually a much more metal name for a band yeah. than the Greek letter psi. So people kept saying, oh, pounds per square inch, PSI, that's pretty metal. I'd be like, I suppose it is. What's that mean? I don't know. Oh, mate, your tires explode. Yeah. I mean, Zelda rides a horse. I don't know what PSI means. <laughs> you know who would know? Who? Ghost Driver. <laughs> it's a callback. Yeah. So here's two words that I find invigorating, right? I can't wait. Just, I'll give you a second to hold that proposition just, in your mind. Just swallow my drink so I don't spray it all over all this electronic equipment. Yep. To wonder what it is. Yep, I'm wondering. Hang on a second. Do, 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 do. <laughs> is that the Breaking do, Bad do. thing? <laughs> Uh, here it is, Roku Box. <sighs> Don't do that again. Was that it? Uh, so you, you want to know about my Roku? Yeah. What is it? Uh, so I bought a, a Roku from Amazon, and it's a media streaming device that you plug into your TV. And I have my super massive hard drives of legitimately obtained media content downstairs. Yeah. And it streams to the TV. And I already had a device that does that. Called a boxy box, yeah, which I just love to say because it's fun. Boxy box, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the boxy box is good. I like the boxy box. <laughs> Both of them do cool stuff. Like yep. they'll track what you've watched. So I used to do that thing where I had a notepad or whatever on the coffee table, and I'd go to bed and go, "I finished season five, episode six. so that when I came back <laughs> the next day, I could go, "Oh, I'm up to season five, episode seven. This just tracks what I've watched and what I haven't. So which, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, and I mentioned a few weeks ago that I got the streaming set up so that I can stream to my iPad, mm-hmm. so I can watch stuff in bed, which is cool. Nice. I dig that. It's part of every uh, modern existence. What was kind of cool was somebody on Facebook asked me about, oh, what did you use and how did you set it up? And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I get to talk about geek stuff. <laughs> Let me draw you a diagram. Yeah, and so to do the iPad stuff, I use an app called Plex and it indexes all the videos and mm. downloads cover art and synopses and all of that sort of cool stuff. Sweet. The other thing that it does that I kind of like is when you load into a TV series – and you've got all the art there to pick the episode, mm. it loops the theme of the TV series in the background. <laughs> so that I, rules. I've been watching a lot of Breaking Bad, as previously discussed, see episodes 6, 9, 10. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they're the right numbers, I'm sorry. Yeah, but you should listen to them anyway, they're great. Yeah, so it loops the Breaking Bad, and it's not as good as your rendition. What but, is? No, well, not much. Yeah, poor Breaking Bad on me. <laughs> Go on. It's an evolving work. So it does all this cool stuff and, and that's kind of neat. The reason I got the Roku though, one of the Roku because you can actually put the Plex app on the Roku, which has the cool effect of when I watch something on my iPad downstairs mm-hmm. and then I come back up the next day to watch on the TV, the state of what I've watched is consistent. So if I watch episode five on the iPad, next time I fire up the TV, it knows that it's been watched and I'm straight into episode six. Nifty. How's that for managing some sort of schedule? <laughs> Some sort of roster. It's like some kind of say. Some kind of program system. Yes. To brand that. So that was the reason behind the Roku. The other kind of crazy thing that happened with it, though, was it comes with a US power plug, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really want to wait. And so I went, what I might do as a wacky experiment, even though I know how this ends, (laughs) is I'll plug in the American pack Mm -hmm. and just see if it melts. Because that's what they do when you plug them in. They You can usually use them for a little bit and then they just start to get really hot and the plastic all melts and they go burned. Yeah. So then they smell. 
Good to know. And so I plugged it in and set the Roku up and got it on the Wi-Fi and all mm. of that sort of thing. Is that why we're recording in a tent? <laughs> <laughs> and it just worked. And I was like, oh, maybe they've mislabeled the thing. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go out and <laughs> I went, I'm not keen on this because the last thing I want is to come home and go to fire up the Roku and realise that my house is just a pile of ashes. Yeah. And I live yeah. in a block of five apartments <laughs> exactly. with a coffee shop. Yeah. So I didn't want to burn down four other people's homes and someone else's livelihood either. Yeah. Why? Uh, Do I need new batteries in this remote? (laughs) (laughs) This couch is uncomfortably like charcoal. Yeah. Fuck you, Roku box. Yeah. So I, one of my other missions was to go and get an Australian power pack that was properly rated and whatnot to replace it. Yeah. And the other amazing thing that happened to me on the weekend, which gets my geek motor running, is that I found out there's a J car just up the road and J car is not a type of car that's driven by Ghost Rider. J car is for those... I assume it makes cars for you. Well, <laughs> it's a cool name, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... My name's GT. J- this is my J car. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your personal Batmobile. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had a Batmobile. I want a J Tumbler. A Jumbler? Yeah. Yep. Cool. So J car. J car for people who are A, not electronics nerds and B, outside of Australia. I think it's an Australian thing. Yep. Is like a groovy electronic shop that sells everything from power packs to little DIY electronic kits. Heat shrink. I love heat shrink. It's What's so heat mu- shrink? You is know that what heat shrink is? Things? No. Where you get like a huge picture of a face and you put it in the no. oven and then you've got a small face? No, but it works on the same principle. They so. were awesome. Sit back for a science lesson, boy. Tell me things, um, Professor Science. <laughs> heat shrink is its like tubing and you put it over something and then you heat it up with a hairdryer or a heat gun. You can do it over the stove if you want to. Yeah. And the heat shrinks it the same way that it shrinks shrinky dinks. So it becomes a, a seal. So if you had an exposed bit of uh, wiring and you yep. wanted to insulate it, you put the heat shrink over it and then the heat shrink sort of bonds tight to it. It's nice. the coolest thing to play with. So it's like shrinky dinks for grown-up electricians. If you waved it over your Roku US adapter, it'd yeah. shrink right up. Yeah, And I took the US adapter into the guy and I said, this worked for me, but obviously I, I need something that's 240 volts and this many amps. And, right. and the guy went, that didn't work. And I went, no, it did. And I set the thing up and he went, I don't believe you. And I went, Dude, the thing is running. At high, I can, and he wouldn't believe me. And then he got his other mate over. He said, oh, hang on, I've got to get my mate. And he goes and gets his mate. This, 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 <laughs> this just, joker. Yeah. And he was, he was outraged, I guess, mm. that I would suggest that something that was rated for 110 volts worked. And then he proceeded. This is Jaker, not Joker. Yeah. Son. <laughs> <laughs> really sorry. That's okay. So I love that there's a J car about three blocks away from here. But what I don't love, and if this guy's listening, <laughs> man, you might want to turn off now. I'm already interested. Because shit's about to get real. This dude was so condescending to me. Really? About Because it's what I bought was a power pack and it has the interchangeable ends on it. So you can plug it into different sockets and that sort of thing, right? Don't we all? Yeah. And so the important thing when you're doing this is that you have to match positive to positive and negative to negative. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, you'll have it backwards and just all explode and the house will burn down again. So Universal heat death. Yeah. Given that I went there to prevent the house from burning down, yeah. I understood that something like that was important. Yeah. And this guy went, I'll put the, I'll put the tip in for you, which, you know, it's not the first <laughs> time someone said that to me in their life. Yeah. It's not even the first time someone said that to you in an electronics-related field. No. And then... The next thing he says to me, but I'm going to teach you how to do it. So immediately, immediately is a word. 
immediately, yeah. hackles went up. Exactly. And he pulls out the thing and he goes, have a look at that. What, what, is, what does that tell you? And I went, yeah, positive tip, neg- negative cup. And he went, yeah. So <laughs> what that means is... That's a video I saw is- on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> It's the one with the ice cream, right? Yeah. So then he proceeds to labour the point of, well, that means that you have to match the plus sign on this up with the plus sign on that. Shit. Because otherwise, bad things, in inverted commas, will happen. Yeah. And I was just tempted to go, dude, come on. Really? Do you want to talk down to me about this stuff? Don't you know that I'm the not funny one from level 30? <laughs> I know about this stuff, man. I built a Terminator in my spare time. Exactly. You're rebooting the whole franchise. <laughs> so he didn't seek to establish your level of knowledge before he just started if being he, a if dick. If he prefixed it with, do you have any electronics knowledge? And I would have said, yeah, look, I used to build electronics kits when I was 10 years old. And yep. I kind of get the principles of electricity and voltage and all of that sort of stuff. You know what I did when I was 10 years old? What did you do? I got blue tack and put it on a G.I. Joe and pretended he was Venom. <laughs> How are you engaged? I don't know. <laughs> But it also means the one time I went to J Car, I was condescended to, and I deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was like, "Well, you need any heat shrink with that?" And you were yeah. like, "What would I need shrinky dinks for?" <laughs> so anyway, well, look, so man, screw that guy. I was pretty upset <laughs> by that. That's the moral of the story: is I love my Roku box. I do not like the condescending guy at J Car. Yeah, did you achieve the desired outcome? Oh, Presumably, shit, yeah, man. I've been watching Roku TV. Yep. Like a boss. Exactly. You're like Electro, master of electricity. Almost. Almost. I went into um, J-Car. I didn't know there was one in the neighborhood. I went to one in the city Mm. because I needed to find- On a Beckett Street. Yeah. Yeah. I know where they all are in Melbourne now because I looked them up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's confronting. I- (laughs) Found it because I needed really, I needed specifics and look, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I needed these really specific. clear to everybody listening yeah, already. <laughs> exactly. Screwdrivers to undo the casing on my Xbox 360 hard drive. Yeah. Um, because I had like the original Xbox 360 where they put this 360. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like a sister console. Immediately. Yeah, exactly. Which is when you get measles straight away. Yeah. Um, well, you bought your Xbox 360 immediately. That's why you had the original one. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So it red, it red ringed because yep. they all do. For the non-geeks at home, red ringing is when an Xbox 360 dies. It's true. And I've never been so many tears. Because <laughs> I was obsessed. And I want to talk at length about this in a subsequent episode about Mass Effect and how awesome it is. Uh, we talk about this already? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, all these video games just blur together for exactly. me. Exactly. Uh, so it's this game where you build this tiny Death Star. and Sounds addictive. I know. No, but I was obsessed with Mass Effect. Yep. And it's an Xbox 360 game. Mm. And it was a trilogy. Mm. And sort of the defining aspect of it is that for every game, you could import your previous save game. I haven't so heard this have, story, but I feel like I know where it's going. So you have one character. Yep. And you follow it through three games. Yep. Unprecedented nerddom. Yep. So just before People the third, say that about us, you know. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> so I won't go too much into it, but the basic gist is I played the first two, I waited years, I got the third one, mm. I loaded it up, Red Ring of Death. Oh. And I was like, this was supposed to be the culmination of years of like just wasted fucking life. All right. I is need it, this. I need it. Is that when you lost faith in whatever deity you worshipped? Pretty much. Yeah. I was like, fuck you, ghost driver. You're <laughs> taking me down the wrong cul de sac. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm face I'm not face. paying your penance fare. <laughs> exactly. 90 bucks. So I went just creepy, super creepy, and found, <laughs> found an Xbox someone could lend me just so I could finish out the game. Was this a co-worker? Yep. Yeah, I think I've heard bits of this story. <laughs> yeah. Made a devil's bargain. Yep. Got an Xbox. And a taxi to drive around yeah, in. Exactly. <laughs> Had to bond the spirit of vengeance to my person, but I did get an Xbox. Yep. But it's the... So the first Xboxes had the hard drive in this big plastic shell, which existed solely so you couldn't just buy any off-the-shelf hard drive. Mm-hmm. Whereas subsequent Xboxes, like they re- like was the Elite or something, mm. like the previous S. generations, after they finally admitted, yes, the Xboxes are actually powered by a tiny Singularity Sun, which inevitably <laughs> heats every graphics card to molten slag, destroying everything. Seconds before you finish Mass Effect 3. I think I read that press release from Microsoft. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, they fixed it in the X-Pod. Don't worry about it. And I got this Xbox, but I needed to... I wanted to get... It was all about the hard drive, man, because I wanted my save game. You wanted your Mass Effect, dude. And I couldn't copy it over. I tried all this stuff. I went nuts, and it was my last-ditch effort where I had to basically crack my hard drive (laughs) out of this old-school shell and then jam the... I love it. You're a man who struggles to clean his own glasses and oh, you're going to dismantle an Xbox. Yeah. That was a bit mean. No, it's fair, man. <laughs> At this point, do I need glasses given the th- filth? <laughs> who can say? And so, yeah, I had to go into this J-Car place and I had the same thing. I walked in with this Xbox thing. I was like, I need the thing out of here. I need it out. I need the thing. And they were like, oh, you need these uh, screwdrivers. Were they Torx T9 screwdrivers? Maybe. I don't know. 20 sets of those. You could have just rung me. Anyway. I don't know if you lived here then. I didn't. I would have mailed them to you. (laughs) I'm that good a friend. If you'd explained the Mass Effect thing to me, I would have flown down to hand deliver them. Exactly. You would have rang me two days later saying, I've been arrested for trying to send screwdrivers in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in airport security, Stefan. Can you come and get me? They won't let me on the plane. No, it's for my friend's Mass Effect. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So, and yeah, they were super mean. They were like, oh, you'll need these specific screwdrivers. Mm. And then just stared at me. I'm like, do you sell them? They're like, yeah. Like, can you <laughs> sell point me, me at them? them? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And yeah, so I had, I cracked open the, got them, went hard. And they were like, I don't know, somewhere between four hundred and seven hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah that's it. that sounds about right yeah and i cracked open this enclosure pulled the hard drive out and had to like gingerly place it into the new xbox and it worked and i've never been wow i don't know that the rage and hate like i was i would say palpatine level when my <laughs> xbox red ringed wow like i could have just destroyed entire republics yep with the hate that was flowing through me mm-hmm when I came home and went from, I'm just a 10-thumbed goon with some <laughs> screwdrivers <laughs> and there's like a 1% chance that this night ends with me being able to load up a save game on Mass Effect. 99% chance of electrocution. Exactly. Fatal. Like, whoa, rocket box. <laughs> <laughs> the satisfaction of turning it on and the save game came up and I was able to copy it to like the inbuilt hard drive or whatever. Um, I don't know. What's like the happiest Jedi? I was that guy. <laughs> the happiest Jedi. Yeah. We should write a book called The Happiest Jedi. It would be great. Are Jedis allowed to be happy? Aren't they just supposed to be like uh, true neutral or lawful neutral? Ah, uh, look. I really don't want to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. Syrup.
Let me give you. We're going to do this again, are we? No. Fucking don't talk for the next 45 minutes. This is my podcast. You can't do it. Yeah, see? Couldn't even make 30 seconds.